Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. Today, Wendy and I are talking about Brazil because we're about to head to South America and primarily to Brazil for our big trip for the year. And we've both been to Brazil once before, separately, and by a kind of fluke, we both had a similar kind of trip, which was that we both spent six weeks in the city of Rio de Janeiro. Um, I was there in 2016 for the Olympic Games, and you were there all the way back in 1995. Well, was it really that long ago? <laughs> it was, so 23 years ago as we're talking now. And so that's what we're going to be talking about mostly today was this first trip that you took to Rio de Janeiro in 1995. So what can you tell us about it? So it was a study abroad trip. I was 19 at the time. So if you want to do a little bit of math, you can figure out how old I am now because uh, I guess we've given that away. And I had just finished my first year of university. So it was the summer between my first and second years. And I knew that I wanted to go study abroad. And at that time, I was actually a Spanish major. So my course that I was studying at university was Spanish. Um, and so logically I kind of assumed that I would end up studying abroad in a Spanish speaking country, but it didn't work out that way. I mean, if I had really wanted to pursue that, I could, but I, I could have, but I came across this opportunity to go to Brazil and my university had this program with a school in Rio de Janeiro and it looked really cool. And so I signed up for it and so I went to Rio and I stayed with a local family in Copacabana. It was a mother and her two children, uh, her two pretty much adult daughters. Uh, one was my age, one was a little bit older, I think. And So just to back up a bit, so when you accepted the position or accepted that you were going to go to Brazil, you didn't speak any Portuguese? Nope. <laughs> nope, I didn't. Um, so it was for six weeks, like you said, and so that was basically half of my summer break because we get about three months of, of a break uh, in between the school years in the States. And so for the first half of the summer, I was still in Florida. I went to the University of Florida, and so I did an intensive Portuguese course um, for those first six weeks. And then I went to Brazil after, right after having done that. And then I studied Portuguese in Brazil for those second two weeks. Second, the, sorry, the second six week period. Right. And were your parents worried that you were going to go to Brazil by yourself? Probably. Um, uh, yeah, I'm sure my mom was worried because she worries about everything. My dad was probably really excited about it because he always wanted to travel and, you know, ended up kind of traveling vicariously through me because he didn't really get the opportunity to do a lot of travel in his lifetime. But he was always really excited about me traveling. And this was one of the first times that I had traveled. I had been to Mexico previously, again, on a, a school trip in high school, actually, with my Spanish teacher. And I had been to England as a graduation present right after I'd graduated from high school. So this would have been my third foreign country that I'd been to. 
And um, do you remember what you knew about Brazil or what you thought you knew about Brazil? Or did you know <laughs> what to expect? Uh, I didn't know very much, really. I remember a very awkward conversation with my host family that I was living with in Rio. And they started asking, well, first they asked me, you know, what famous Brazilians do you know? And I couldn't think of a single one. And so then they kept naming people. And they're like, oh, you must know this person. You must know this person. And I didn't. And I just, I felt so bad. Um, I should have just lied, maybe, and said that I knew one of the names. But that probably wouldn't have gone well. They would have figured it out. No, I really didn't. Um, growing up in the States, and particularly in, in Alabama, uh, I wasn't exposed to very much information about the outside world, and yeah, I just didn't know much at all. And do you remember what your first impressions were when you arrived the first couple of days? Because, I mean, you would have never been anywhere like Rio before. No, certainly not. Um, it was very overwhelming, um, but I fell in love with it really quickly. Uh, I do remember, yeah, the first couple of days, you know, everything was new, everything was different. And, you know, was having some trouble communicating with my host family. They were very lovely and very understanding, and it wasn't a problem. But, uh, you know, I just felt embarrassed when I didn't understand them and didn't know what they were trying to tell me. And uh, I remember spilling the milk at breakfast the first morning because it was a different milk carton than the kinds that I had grown up with <laughs> and just uh, all these little things that seemed so insignificant but at the time you know it, there were things that I took for granted I thought that milk cartons were the same way all over the world and actually they're not and so it was a big you know eye-opener for me to see how things work in, in a different country. And did the school organize trips and things for you? Did you go to Sugarloaf Mountain and to see the Christ the Redeemer and things like that? Um, I went. I definitely went to both of those places, uh, and I can, I'm not sure if they were organized trips with the whole school group or if it was just with a few friends that I had made, um, you know, other people who were in my class. Uh, but yeah, I did a fair bit of sightseeing around Rio. Um, and then I guess you probably spent a lot of time at Copacabana Beach as well. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> so, like I said, I was living in Copacabana, and uh, I believe my school was also in Copacabana. If not, it was in Ipanema, one of the two. So, yeah, I spent most of my time on the beaches of Copacabana and Ipanema and Leblon, which are three beaches that are right next to each other. But they're they're beaches, but they're also right in the center of the city, and, you know, there's lots of high-rise buildings, and it's a very residential area, too. And that's what people in Rio do. They, they go to the beach and, and hang out. Yeah, and so overall, then, what was the experience like after the six weeks? It was an incredible experience. I left speaking Portuguese better than I spoke Spanish, which was a bit strange because I'd been studying Spanish for four years at that point. And like I said, it was my major, you know, I was working towards getting a degree in Spanish. And uh, actually that didn't happen because when I got back to Florida to my Spanish classes. Every time I tried to speak Spanish, it came out in Portuguese. And I got really frustrated because I kept confusing the two languages. And in the end, I decided that since I liked Portuguese better anyway, I was just going to drop all my Spanish classes and change my major to Portuguese. So that's what I did. And I now have a bachelor's degree in Brazilian language and literature. 
uh, for whatever that's worth. Um, <laughs> I had no idea what I was going to do with it, but I was, you know, I wasn't really thinking about practicalities at that age. I just did what I loved, which is a good thing to do, actually. I recommend that approach. So I fell completely in love with Brazil. I thought that I was going to go back, you know, every year or that I was going to go and, and move there. I thought that Brazil was going to be a huge part of my future. And for whatever reason, it's been 23 years and I still haven't been back. But now you live in Portugal, uh, yes. which is not Brazil, but uh, <laughs> at least there is the same language spoken, uh, mm -hmm. spoken very differently. So you go to Portugal with your carioca accent, which is the accent of the people from Rio. Mm -hmm. And uh, that causes some confusion when we're in Portugal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I really struggled to adapt to the 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 way that the language is spoken in Portugal because it is very different from the way that I learned it. I actually noticed that a lot of Portuguese people call it Brazilian. Mm. They don't call it Brazilian Portuguese, which is what we would call it or what it should be called. They mm -hmm. almost consider it as though it is a separate language because the differences are quite big. They are. And I have to say, I'm very partial to the Brazilian form of the language. I just love the sounds. I love hearing it. I love speaking it. It's, um, yeah, it's, I don't know how to explain it, but uh, I feel a really strong connection to the country. And a big part of that is because of the language. All right. Well, after all these years, we're finally going to Brazil together. Yay! And we'll be talking about it a lot in upcoming episodes. All right. Looking forward to it. Thanks for listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. Thank you.